Blog Talk Radio. Pugilistic linguistics, check out the 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 pugilistic linguistics, What's up, y'all? What's up? It is your friendly neighborhood, Spider-Man, coming back to you once again with the voice of reason in an unreasonable world. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. But life has been digging in my ass with calls lately, so trying to get back to my regular space and, uh, space and time. Um, before I get started, like I say all the time, iTunes, Pugilistic Linguistics is the keyword or keywords. Uh, come out, check me out. So today, topic is social justice in the 21st century. Before I start that, though, I'm going to do my Tom Watch, uh, Tiny Orange Man, the president that you all elected. So today he came out and basically said that he is allowed to pardon himself. This whole Russia investigation and, you know, various other things, uh, Tom seems to think that he has the right to pardon himself, which, you know, I'm no constitutional scholar. I, I would believe if he can pardon someone else, he can pardon himself. I mean, stands the reason, right? But in some readings I've done about that, noted legal minds have said, that pretty much assures him of impeachment due to obstruction of justice. Because basically what he would be doing is shielding himself from questions in an ongoing investigation, which basically obstructs justice, which is an impeachable defense, impeachable offense, I should say. Is an impeachable offense. So if he pardons himself, he basically is obstructing justice. If he lies, he perjures himself. If he, you know, what? So sounds to me like if he pardons himself, he is assuring himself of impeachment. And like I saw in a commercial. You know, we're not naive enough to think that when he gets impeached, all is going to be well. I mean, we got Pence to worry about. But Tom has zero ability to execute the powers of his office. Impeachment, I think, is the way to go. So we're going to sit back and see, take a look at how this goes down. I think he's dumb enough to to, uh, uh, pardon himself. I really do. What he's doing now to all of his... There's a reason why he's going out and pardoning all these random people. Because if you look at it, these random people kind of share an offense. Something doing due to dishonesty and, and, you know, lying. You know, Martha Stewart and Dinesh D'Souza. And he's talking about Blagojevich and all this stuff he's talking about doing and pardoning these people, 
is that don't listen to the folk that's on trial, the Michael Cohen's and the Paul Manafort's of the world. Is if you cooperate, you do my bidding for me, I will pardon you. Look what I'm doing to the people who are facing similar or were facing similar fates. So we'll see how this shakes out. Uh, this is ongoing. Of course, this will not be the end of it. So now, no justice, no peace. Social justice in the 21st century. Now, let me preface this by saying, look, I respect people who notice wrongs in the world and are willing to speak up on them. Whether you're black, white, green, yellow, gay, you know, LGBTQ, you know, all that. It, whether it doesn't matter. If you see injustice, speak on it. It's what you're supposed to do as a human. Uh, let's stop this attempted whitewashing of the United States. Just as, just as an aside, you can't be illegal in stolen land. So all these people are talking about illegal immigrants. The people on the Mayflower were illegal immigrants. Just saying. But anyway, so I'm not trying to downplay. I'm not trying to, to, to you know, disrespect, seem unappreciated, whatever the word is, who take up the cross, take up the mantle, and have a greater voice than I do. But it gets to a point to where when you use it incorrectly, it could be a detriment more than it is a benefit. You get to the point in your social, social justice-ness where it starts to transition to righteous indignation it's not being used properly. Now, I've had multiple arguments with people in the past about this, about how when you become heavy-handed and ham-fisted, you cease to become useful. I was told that I had a privilege that I was abusing because of a podcast that I had done right around the news and right when I broke loose. And the gist of what I was saying was there are people who will use this Me Too movement to their benefit us hurting everybody in the movement at the same time. I think I went on to say something along the lines of a little bit of diligence on the front side can save a whole lot of embarrassment on the back side. Now, I don't know how that got misconstrued. and I'm not saying don't believe a woman who comes up with an abuse claim. I didn't say that these hoes ain't loyal and they out there doing this, that, and the third and trying to hurt. 
didn't say any of that. All I said was, let's not to rush to judgment and believe everything is gospel. Because look at what happened recently to Morgan Freeman. I'm not going to speak to every instance, but there was one lady went on, I don't know, headline news or whatever, and she showed a video purportedly showing Morgan Freeman sexually harassing her or uh, assaulting her, not assaulting her, but, you know, saying improper things to her. He eyeballed her and took a look at her pregnant stomach and said he wished he was there and this, that, and the third. So I'm thinking this dude is lecherous. So I watched the clip. And the clip was these three guys, Alan Arkin, Morgan Freeman, and Michael Caine, they were doing a bit, they did a movie a few years ago, and they were doing like a press junket. So I guess her pregnancy came up in conversation. That was before the video. But Michael Caine said, I'll never make the mistake again of assuming or asking them what if she's pregnant because I made that mistake 50 years ago and she wasn't, and I've been mortified ever since or something like that. Morgan Freeman comes behind him and says, I wish I was there for that. That's the video. That supposedly was him harassing her. So then she comes back on and says, well, look at his eyes. Look at, look at his eyes when he said it. Okay. So what I'm getting at is the social justice warrior network should be just a bit more careful before we start stringing everybody up figuratively. Now, what does that got to do? Today I had another instance, incident, whatever you want to call it, of someone who was so socially aware that he made an ass of himself and didn't want to call me out my name and delete me because I wouldn't take the bait. This all stems from a, a Supreme Court decision around a bakery that refused to make a cake for a gay couple. I don't want to say Denver. I'm not really sure the, the, the place. The Supreme Court basically ruled in this narrow instance that this bakery did not have to bake a cake for a group, couple, instance that was against their belief system. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I know that we use religion too much as a crutch and a weapon. So you would think that my answer would be outrage because of this decision. But if you've been listening to me, which you, I hope you have, I've been horribly consistent in regards to this particular instance. And I say they should not be forced to bake that cake. The United States government or any local government has no business interfering in the acts of private business. They shouldn't. I think that the the company has the right to do whatever the hell they want to do, but we have the right to make sure they don't make any more money. 
if I'm that gay couple, or they don't make the cake for me because I'm black, see, for me, that lawsuit stemmed from an entitlement that we have very bad in this country these days. I, I am supposed to walk into your business where you pay bills, and I'm entitled to get your services. You must make this cake for me. Hey, I right, fuck you then. Don't make it. I'm going to go down the street, get this cake made, and because of that $30 that you didn't get, I'm determined to shut your business down. You ain't got to do it for me. I'm going to make sure you don't make no money, though. That's how that's supposed to be handled. The government has no business making them do it. So me and this Facebook friend, I make that distinction, Facebook friend, some dude has been around for a couple of weeks, don't know how I get down. I said that on his page. What do you mean by that? Well, I meant exactly what I said. So you think that it's okay to discriminate based on what if he didn't like the color of your skin? I fine. Fuck it. I don't care. You ain't got to like the color of my skin, but my money's still green. And I'm going to take it down the street or around the corner or over the river and through the woods. And somebody's going to make this cake for me. And that's the person I'm going to give my business to and make sure the ones that wouldn't get shut down. So then this social justice warrior goes on to lecture me about Jim Crow and separate water fountains and Brown versus the Board of Education and uh, all that. And I said to him, understand something. Any federal, state, municipal entity does not have the right to discriminate. This is a private business we're talking about. Apples, oranges. And furthermore, how are you going to lecture me on Jim Crow? Now, granted, I didn't live through it. My grandfather did. My mom did. I am willing to submit that this white man has no one in his family that was directly affected by poll taxes and poll tax, Jim Crow and all. I'm willing to submit to you that he ain't got no reference point. But yet he goes on to lecture me about the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act and all this stuff. Then his friends start chiming in on it. I said, hold up. You're not going to lecture me on my history. You're not going to lecture me on my history. And from there, I became a dirty libertarian and uh, told me to go fuck myself and, and then went ahead and unfriended me. And I was like, wow, how we get here? Because I did not come on my face sideways to him or his people. But wow, because when we were Trump hating together, Grand old time. But the one time I disagree with him on something that he felt so indignant about, I got to be all that. 
So I laughed because when I was all that and, and every, everything, but he called me everything but a child of God and all that good stuff, and I wouldn't bite, he gets mad and just, uh, so, so T.D. Pittman, I'm calling you out because that's weak, dude. He'll probably never hear this. That's weak. That goes to show that your carefully cultivated image of a social justice warrior that's down for the cause probably isn't as resolute as you think it is or, you, or as resolute as you want us to believe. Your social justice can handle disagreement. Is it really justice? Or is it righteous indignation? Because personally, I don't need for you to advocate for me if you can't stand the fact that I may not agree for the way you do it. I don't need you. And I'm sure some of my black friends and white friends and uh, Mexican friends or whatever, I'm sure they'll say the same thing. If you can't handle being questioned about your thoughts and your movements, then I'll need you. I posted yesterday that, or maybe not, maybe not yesterday, maybe it was uh, Saturday. I'm not really sure. But anyway, I posted, just because it's your opinion doesn't mean it's right. And as a matter of fact, now I'm talking about it, I should have seen some coming because he posted Yes, but it's my opinion, and that's what makes this country great. We're going to all have one. So I backed it up with saying, yes, you can have one, but it does not mean that it's above being questioned. I should have seen this coming. Now, I'm talking about this now. I should have seen it coming. Yes, you have an opinion. Yes, you're entitled to your opinion. No, that opinion is not above reproach. I reserve the right to say, well, that's just fucking stupid. Even if it's your opinion, it can be stupid. His rant today about me being libertarian because I believe that the government should stay out of private business because the government in a private business, that's communism. Matter of fact, that's the definition of communism. But me going there with him was pointless. He had dug in his heels and he was resolute in his stupidity. So bottom line, we as, I don't want to say the oppressed, we as the ones who are trying to be whitewashed out of American society appreciate People who stand up, say that's not right, and try to make this world a better place for everybody to live in, we appreciate that. We working, you working, do your damn thing. But when your approach becomes ham-fisted and heavy-handed, you do more harm than good. Because if, 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 if social justice is to make every man equal, and I'm the recipient of your burns, then what are you really doing? 
So, again, this is my opinion. I'm entitled to it. You are entitled to tell me that how stupid it is. I can respect that. If you come at me with a, here's why you stupid, but it's split script because I'm no longer agreeing with you. That's weak. That's a weakness, dude. So I just had to get that off my chest. I had no intent on podcasting today, but that stuck in my call. So I just kind of had to go ahead and let this out. I'm debating, not debating. I, I might get back on a little bit later on. I do have one I owe you from the Black Panther set. Ooh, I'm going to put some groceries down my neck first. Then I'm probably going to come back and uh, do the damn thing. Wakanda forever. But as far as this one is concerned, I'm going to go ahead and take my leave. And as I say to you all the time, take care of yourself. Because you all you got. Peace.